Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man on the Post Extra Time, the first extra time of uh, the brand new 2021 season. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Emma. Hello. How are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you very much. Uh, and also with me this week, I've got what appears to be uh, Murph Hughes. Oh, good day, mate. Good day, Sumo. <laughs> uh, i got Scott. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you very much. I'm uh, not going to repeat what I said to Graham Hick during the 1993 Ashes. Uh, you can't f- bat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. So, uh, we're going to talk this week. I mean, I've written a little bit about the England game. We can do as much of that as you fancy. Um, a little bit about some of the European leagues that are back. Uh, transfers, Premier League is back. And some bits of positive news. So, um... Nations League, England nil, Denmark nil. I've written bad game. I saw about 10 minutes of this and I thought I can't put myself through any of this. Life is too short. Um, who has seen any of this at all? I watched Swindon versus we, uh, West Brom under 21s in the EFL trophy. So talk about that instead. Check a trade trophy. Whatever it, that horrible uh, thing is now which has degraded the football league. Should we talk about that instead? Uh, no, because Swindon lost three two. <laughs> <laughs> I had the cricket. I had the cricket on in the background as well, so I didn't watch none of the Nations League. Okay, right. Um, I just want to tell you, you saw any highlights of this, did you? <laughs> yes, I always seek out England highlights. <laughs> well, you haven't got a proper team in Catalonia, have you? No. So I have... don't do international football anyway. It's a waste of time. Yeah, you wouldn't say that if you're a proper country, though. <laughs> not a made up one <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, okay right so uh, England nil, uh, Denmark nil as I said um, we had two holding midfielders um, which Gareth Southgate later on explained about the fact that he was mindful of dropping Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood or sending them home and he, he couldn't sort of take a defeat as well as that sort of indiscipline headline as well as the Harry Maguire headline so I think he sort of played not to lose is pretty much what he said afterwards um, his tactics are coming for a little bit of criticism Scott have you listened to the Football Weekly pod this week? I haven't no not okay. yet okay so his tactics were coming in for a bit of criticism on that England looking quite uh, stodgy and laboured um, obviously missing the Football Writers Player of the Year in central midfield um, they had Declan Rice in there instead uh, Jonathan what's, was... your, what's your thoughts on Rice? Uh, Don't make a bad joke which I saw on Twitter the, uh, yesterday 
<laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I haven't seen too much of him. I know lots and lots of people talk about him. I saw him pass sideways a lot in the few minutes I did watch. Um, he didn't look very progressive, but then, you know, maybe he was told not to be progressive. So maybe you sort of have to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But Jonathan Wilson was saying that um, maybe Gareth Southgate was using the... Um, Nations League as some sort of precursor of a fixture, a friendless. So we've got the frontline sewn up. Uh, England scored the most international goals of 2019. Um, we've got a very exciting forward line, which doesn't really need explaining. Um, maybe where we are lacking is a little bit further back in defensive midfield and across the back four or back three, whatever you want to play. Uh, and maybe he was trying to experiment there with the two holding midfielders. Maybe that's why he didn't pick any fullbacks. Um, maybe he was just trying to do something different. So while it was a poor performance, he was experimenting. Um, are you bothered with the result on this at all, Scott? As a proud flag-waving Englishman? No, because my dad's Scottish and he's beat that into me so no okay. I couldn't I couldn't give two fucks about England don't be rude there's children that listen to this what lyrics of a song did you read out pre-pod pre-pod pre-record I didn't, <laughs> re- I didn't read any lyrics out pre-record <laughs> these aren't the droids you're looking for um okay but can you see why he's why he's done yes. that Mr Plastic Scotsman yeah. Mr Plastic <laughs> Hot kettle black with a Liverpool fan now. <laughs> um, yes, because I think he wants to be more progressive. Yeah. But I I can see why he done it. But I, it doesn't really bother me, to be honest. No? Okay. No. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we should talk about Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood. Emma, what do you make of the fact that they were sent home? Uh, was that the right thing to do? Uh, what should happen? What should, the, should there be any further punishment to them? Should they be left out of the forthcoming England squad? Should they be flogged and put in the stocks yeah. in the streets and have vegetables thrown at them? What should happen to them? Ideally, that would be fun. <laughs> They're idiots, aren't they? They are. Are they naive idiots? Because they've, you know, they've yeah. seen a couple of ladies and wanted to bring them back. But they're also like, how old are they? Twenty-one and eighteen. Phil Foden's got, got a kid. Yeah, yeah. is I he? Mean, yeah, yeah. Crikey! Well, maybe he wants more. <laughs> Someone should tell his uh, long-term girlfriend about that then. Oh, really? Right. Okay. So he's got a girlfriend as well. He's a scoundrel, then, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, of course, they had to be sent home. They broke. Well, I mean, they, they broke the rules anyway, but they broke uh, COVID protocol, right? Um, rules so... are rules, aren't they? Rules are rules, Chris. Yeah. What What had they said that they, if there's going to be any additional punishment other than they just got sent home? No, I think Gareth Southgate's just come out and said he's very disappointed with them. Yeah, slap on the wrist. Um, and I think some people are worried about Southgate being too chummy with some of the England team and maybe he's not being... Um, a strict or as dis- much of a disciplinarian. What do you make of that groundskeeper, Willie? <laughs> Aberdeen rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see that. I think. Do you really want a, a national team coach just like that, or do you want someone who's a bit firm and a bit not throw the rule book at them? Something needs to be done to both of them because. They're idiots, and you do not do this in this time because we are living during a pandemic, and it's just stupidity. Is there not a thing about sort of 
they're little young rascals and they're thinking with their willies, not their heads, like a lot of young men. Or... Are, you, are you trying to claim boys will be boys? No, yeah, I'm, no I'm not claiming that at all. I'm being lads, devil's advocate. Lads, so, you know, <laughs> I, I honestly believe they've been complete morons, but I'm just trying to play the devil's advocate card. So, um, yeah. If they thought with their brain a bit more, they'd probably get them a bit further in life. Yeah, um, it's a shame. Do they think that they could get away with it, though? Like some sort of victimless, blameless crime or something? Well, according to. Like the... nobody would ever find out when they did all this on social media anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there is Snapchat videos and there is videos that are floating around on social media. Well, according to Football Weekly, um, they, the girls um were booked separate rooms so they obviously realized they couldn't get too close but at the same time they wanted to have their their cake and eat it so have they been weirdly trying to play along with the rules while being sneaky at the same time in a bizarre way shouldn't there have been some sort of um security around the england team at the hotel you'd have thought so wouldn't you i I mean, I would have thought there'd have been someone making sure that they weren't up to no good. Mm. Someone knocking on the door every half hour or an hour. <laughs> <laughs> A principal Skinner-style character. Yeah, who's the hall monitor? Yeah. Is it because Jordan Henderson wasn't there? Is he the hall monitor? He oh is. He is. He's, he's not the sort of person... He's exactly the sort of person you want as the hall monitor. Um, so, future... Um... Future call-ups then, uh, Billy Connolly, do you reckon that they should be called up for the next squad or are they got to serve like a sort of bit of punishment or or what do you think? He's just going to make horrible moustache jokes. <laughs> I'm doing Scottish jokes because you are a oh. die-in-the-wool hootsman. Uh, angry man yells at cloud. Um, <laughs> um, I think they should be given some time off because they've been stupid and you, they broke protocol <clears throat> and I think some time away might do some good. Yeah. Okay. Are you thinking the same, Emma? Yeah, you've got to be punished for breaking the protocol. Yeah. You don't think being sent home embarrassingly is punishment enough? I've got a quick question. Mm-hmm. Will both, will Foden be in Pep squad for the weekend and will Mason Greenwood be in Solskjaer's squad the weekend after? Be. I asked this. Um, Apparently, there's no games this weekend for either of the Manchester clubs, and ah, they're okay um, for the weekend after. Ah, uh, so that that probably feeds into the 14-day quarantine yeah. if they had to. Yes, I think so. Also, when I picked my um, fantasy team this week, I had Kevin De Bruyne in, and then weirdly I looked and it said he's not playing a game this weekend. So I stopped in for Pablo Hernandez. Good choice. Yeah, I think it might be one I come to regret in the coming weeks, but. <laughs> <laughs> I have Rodrigo in mind, so... Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. We could probably talk about... Go on, we'll talk about fans... Should we talk about fans' teams now, should we? Go on. Go on, do you want to read yours out? <laughs> okay. Have you got one, Emma? I haven't done one yet. Haven't you? No, I'm I'm concerned that I'll pick one and then the whole league will get called off again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget. Okay. Well, I've got in, in goal. In goal, I've got Matt Ryan and Tom Heaton, and then I've got uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Jamal Sells, Connor Cody, uh, and someone called Egan, Egan from Sheffield United in defence. John Egan. John Egan. Then I got Adam Triori, Pablo Hernandez, uh, Abamyang, Kai Havertz, and Jonas Lundstrom or John, whatever the hell he is. 
John Lundstrom. John Lundstrom. Jonas Lundstrom was from champ manager 001, wasn't he? He's the ex Southampton player, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. I've got my football bullets confused. And then up front, I've got Danny Ings, Harry Kane, which I think I'll change, and Dominic Calvert Lewin. What you got, Scott? You'll like the name of my my team. Oof the ball. Oof the ball. Mine's called One Size Fits All. Mine's usually called Unathletic Bilbao. So my two goalkeepers are the same as last year, and it's Alisson and Rui Patricio. So I got Matt Doherty, uh, Timothy Castagna, Thiago Silva, Connor Cody, Ender Stevens, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, uh, Milivojevic, Hakim Ziyech, James Rodriguez, uh, Danny Ings, Raul Jimenez, uh, Eze from Crystal Palace, mm. which I reckon could be a, a, a good shout, and Rodrigo. I nearly went for Eze as well, but... It's just so neither of you have picked Timo Werner. <clears throat> no, no. I take it you've not listened to our pre-season preview pod, Emma, from the weekend. I haven't yet. Ah. I was on holiday, Chris. Actually, it... I wasn't. I was busy, but yeah. You know. <laughs> 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 after that, yeah. Uh, my inkling with Timo Werner is that he won't be playing many Premier League games because it's quite an intense Champions League season, and he'll be sub for a lot of Premier League games and start Champions League games. I think. So who do you reckon is going to start up front? Is that going to be Tammy Abraham? Or is that going to be Kai Havertz in, a, in an excellent false nine role? <laughs> or Giroud as well. Or Giroud. Yeah. That feels like a very expensive substitute. Actually, neither of you picked Ziyech either. I did. I oh, did. you did. Good. Good. I'm very wary about picking new players to the Premier League because I just wonder whether it takes... Players time to adapt to a new country mm. and to a new league. I'm not. I'm not sure. I bought and this. And this year is probably going to be the worst because the transfer window's still open and the season's only just finished. I got Patrick Catrone and Moise Kenny last year as well. Same. Same. <laughs> they worked out great, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> After telling my Wolves fan at work that Patrick Catrone was going to tear the league up, which I honestly thought he was because he's Same. really, Did really he go good. Back to Italy. Yeah, he's at Fiorentina on loan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm tearing uh... it up at Fiorentina. Not tearing it up, maybe folding <laughs> like a light fold. But... Fair enough. Right, has anyone got anything they want to say about international games? No, no, I didn't watch the game, but Scotland beat a Czech B slash C slash D squad 2 1. And probably stole it right at the end because the Czech is weren't most of the Czech team COVIDed. Oh, were they? That's all. I think so. Yeah, half their squad. Yeah, it was going to get called off, wasn't it? Yeah. Hang on. Were they playing the Czech Republic or Slovakia? Czech Republic. Okay. Was Karol Poborski on well? Karol Poborski and Patrick Berger. Yeah. And yeah. Milan Bauer. <laughs> exactly. Jan Stejskalin goal. Jan Carter, I that, um, Dejan Lovren scored a wonder goal yes. for against France. That was ridiculously good. That goal, wasn't it? Is he, he turning? Is he turning into a world beater after he's left Liverpool to go to Zenit because he's won a trophy already? Well, he's the best player and uh, the best defender in the world. Go on, describe this one, Emma, for people who might not have seen it. Uh, <laughs> it was Messi-esque. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of. Yeah, he was on the edge of the box, wasn't he? And he kind of, like, cut in a little bit and then, like, side-footed it into the bottom corner. Yeah. It was it was incredible. It was wonderful. Um, right, OK, so uh, just to talk about some bits and bobs of 
league. So at the moment, PSG are playing non and nearly Lons uh, and nearly scored. Um, we have got at the weekend. Uh, there's one big game. Uh, uh, there's a couple of big games actually. This, at the moment, it's second versus third at the weekend. So it'll be Bordeaux versus uh, Lyon in third place. Um, although it's only two games in. Um, lots of talk about Memphis Depay coming to Barcelona. Um, Emma, and maybe Karim Benzema going back from Spain to Lyon. Really? I can't imagine that Raul would want to let Benzema go. He was their top scorer last season. Okay. Uh, yes, it's been something Janino has been talking about. Interesting. Love Janino. Um, I would be a bit sceptical if Benzema did be because he's so pivotal onto the way Zidane and his setup. And plus, Luka Jovic is totally flopped. <laughs> flopped so badly that he was linked to AC Milan during this window. Mm-hmm. And I think AC Milan bought someone from Real Madrid instead. Is it Briam Diaz? Emma? Yeah, that's right. They they bought uh, yeah they bought Diaz. So I think Man City. Ex- mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect Benzema to be. I, yeah, I, I doubt that's a start. That, that's a non-starter. But Chris, what about Gareth Bale? Would you reckon he will go? What to Leon? Not to Leon. <laughs> to leave. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, we're talking about Leon. So, uh, I don't know because it's the, again the whole thing. Uh, Real Madrid obviously wants him off their books, but who's going to pay six hundred grand a week for him? Uh, it's just a ridiculous nonsense. So I don't China know. Would. China hmm? would. Someone in China almost did. 18 months ago, but yeah, Real Madrid demanded a fee. He was on a flight, he literally landed and Real Madrid pulled the plug. But I think a lot of Chinese clubs are not going down the Galactico 600 grand a week uh, Yeah, they put a salary cap on their league. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether anybody in the MLS would be able to afford to pay that much, I doubt it. Um, but yeah, what about Depay to Barcelona? Emma? Um, are you a fan well, of that? Well, we are being linked with Every living Dutch player. So, how old is he? Oh, he's uh, mid, mid to late twenty. I reckon he must be about twenty-seven, yeah. twenty-eight. Want to know if he fits our thirty-plus age range? I would be a bit like I would be a bit sceptical because he's just come off a cruciate knee injury, and <laughs> unlike a player which I might talk about later, there if you've done your knee in once. You're, it's highly known that you'd probably do it again as a couple of Roma players have done it in the past well we are also linked with buying high fashion Hector Bellerin so Depay is 26 he was 26 oh, okay. oh he's too young for us I mean he's an, <laughs> he's an incredibly good player uh, and he looks he looks really good in that Leon team but maybe that's because Liga isn't the same quality as La Liga I'm guessing maybe, but every time I watch him play, he 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 looks a very very talented player without always being able to do something. Do you see what I mean? Do you think it's the tactics? Sorry, sorry, Emma, I didn't mean to bite in. No, do you think no, it's, it's the setup that he's now at with Rudy Garcia, where he's he played three four one two or three five two, where he's up front and he doesn't have to go back. So I think before his knee injury, they were playing four three three. do some defensive work so if he's given to play up top on with um, Musa Dembele or Toto Akambe he can just stay there 
you don't have to do much and then just just attack, but not do stuff defensively. Yeah, I can't remember too many times Dembele and Depay played together, so I don't know whether he's better on his own or and whether he might get isolated too much then. I'm not too sure. I mean, I've never seen him as an out-and-out number nine either. No, me neither. I see him as a left-winger. Yeah. He was the left-winger was at PSV and tore the league apart, and which got his move to Man United, which ended not so great. No. I mean, he's incredibly talented. I think he was getting PSG at the end of the season before last. He scored a ridiculously good goal, didn't he? It was like the 93rd minute or something like that, wasn't it? It was fantastic. Um, Have you seen his rap career, though? Is it as good as either mine or Thomas Brolin's? Or Rod, uh, not a patch on yours. Uh, <laughs> uh, was it Royston Drente as well? Or the Atalanta keeper, Pierluigi Galino, is called Galorius. <laughs> That is a good rap song. Yeah. Um, also, this weekend it is uh, Le Classique, which is a bit of a shame. It's so early into the season. Um, PSG, the home team this time. Uh, PSG playing right now. They rest. Well, they, they can't play Mbappe and Neymar because of COVID. Uh, me and Emma were looking before the game. Mm, they got a fairly strong team playing tonight, haven't they? Mm. Emma? Um, yeah, they've just got a few players. They look like they're playing out of position, but I'm not. I'm not actually watching the game, so I don't know if that's actually true. They're doing okay. I mean, um, they got Kazawa down a centre back, but I've seen him on the wing a couple of times, so I don't know. But and um, I have no idea who they're playing in goal. No, we couldn't. We didn't recognise him, did we? No. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Ariola because he didn't make a tit of himself, so I'm not quite too sure sort of who what? it is. What? <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I've got to be honest. A classic really isn't the same without watching Neymar have to take a corner underneath uh, six or seven um, yeah, police yeah, shields, <laughs> oh, riot shields. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it should be a good game. I mean, they're always pretty intense these games, aren't they? Is that they've got? Is it crowd limitations? Is it is it over five thousand can go to Liga and games at okay. the moment or something like that? It's in so, Paris anyway, so I'm presuming they won't need the riot shields. So the, I don't are they doing away fans? I don't think they are. So I'd be surprised if they were doing away fans. I would as well. I would quite like this game to be in a bit later on in the season, just so they got the opportunity to get fans in. Yeah. What can you do? When the when the world's a better place. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, never. Don't, never. We, don't, we don't know if that's going to happen no. uh-huh. uh, what else have we got we've got oh the MLS in the, in the Western Conference the MLS it's um, second place Sporting Kansas City versus first place Minnesota United both on 17 points uh, La Liga is back ever for most teams so it's Woo! Ibar versus Celta Vigo Granada versus Athletic Bilbao Cadiz versus Osasuna uh, Daniel Alaves versus Real Betis um, Valladolid versus Real Sociedad uh, Villarreal versus oh my god is it Huesca Huesca and then Valencia versus Levante is that a local derby it is yes okay again very early in the season for a local derby very yeah um, what's the build up in Spain like so are there going to be fans at these games are people excited about nope. it no fans no um well, they were supposed to be kicking off on Friday, but because of the row between the Spanish Football Association and La Liga, they have decided to move that because 
they're not happy about games being played on Friday and Monday nights. That's why they stopped doing them last season for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because they're not happy that it's always the rubbish teams that aren't the not very glamorous uh, bottom of the table teams that have to play on Friday nights or Monday nights, and nobody cares. Espanol. Espanol. Leganes when they were in the league. And this year it'll be Huesca and, you know, teams that you just, you know, you don't really care about. I've got to be honest, if you watch Serie A on a Monday night, it tends to be like Genoa versus Hellas Verona or something like that, doesn't it? So it tends to be the same. I still watch. Yeah, you do. Hellas are a good team. Genoa, not a good team. Yeah, but, you know, you're not going to get sort of Inter Mm -hmm. versus Juve on a Monday night, are you? Uh, no, Real Madrid and Barcelona do not play on Friday and Monday nights. Inter, Inter and Juve did play on a Monday night once, but that was on the <clears throat> the January bank holiday, which they have in Italy and Spain. Okay, yeah, that is after count. Christmas. <laughs> that doesn't count. Um, I suppose Barcelona and Real Madrid sort of don't have to because of the uh, Champions League fixtures that they might have to play in their defence. But um, but yeah, is there an excitement towards the league this season? Or uh, I mean. Speaking personally, <laughs> I haven't had enough of a break from it. Mm. It's it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon after the season ended, or too soon after that disaster. Which one? Okay, the the the, the big one against Bayern Munich. Not Messi. Oh God, yeah. Sorry, I forgot completely about. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Did you? Did you just say you forgot about that? No, I was thinking. I was thinking primarily about the Bayern Munich game. I wasn't thinking oh, about the sort the of on-field, the on-field disaster. disaster yeah, <laughs> not the off-field, which is the shit has hit the fan yeah. disaster. So I suppose yeah. it, it's it, you know in some weird way it's still last season for you, isn't it? Technically, it's still last season anyway because the season will finish when the Copa del Rey final gets played, and they're not going to play that until the week before the final for this season's competition. Oh, brilliant. So whoever wins the Copa del Rey is going to be champion for about a week before <laughs> they're not champions anymore. Um, so who are the runners of riders in this? I presume you obviously have got uh, Real Madrid and um, Barcelona, but who do people... <laughs> Come on. Who do people think are going to make up the other two Champions League places? Uh, well, there's obviously Atletico Madrid. Uh, Villarreal might do well this season because they've bought well and Unai Emery is their manager and, you know, he might do okay. And there's uh, Europa League champion Sevilla. Yeah. Can I ask, can I say more about Valencia? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing selling all their best players to Villarreal? They, I and... feel like they looked at Barcelona imploding and they went, no. Hold on, beer. Yeah, hold on, <laughs> Yeah, they they're not in a good place. They sold all of their best players. So they sold. Is it Ferran Torres has gone to Man City? Ferran Torres went to Manchester City. Barreiro went to Villarreal for nothing. A and free, free time. Yeah, the club captain made his kids cry and everything. Went for free. To Biarreal, and they saw Coquelin to Biarreal as well. Sorry, when you say he made his kids cry? Yeah, when he told them that he was having to leave Valencia. Oh, okay, fine. Sorry, it wasn't. Being... <laughs> he wasn't being really mean. <laughs> no, he had to make his own farewell. Yeah, uh, okay. it's like a hostage video. He did it on Instagram Live. <laughs> 
It wasn't like sort of like, hey kids, you never know about Santa Claus. It wasn't sort of like that all. That's right, he's a Mexican bandit from Hollywood yeah. movies. <laughs> he's called Alberto. El Bandito. Uh, of course, they sold uh, Rodrigo to Leeds United as well. Yeah, that's a strange one because what he was literally on his way to Barcelona the season before yeah. when a, a, a deal was agreed. It made Matt his release clause, which was what sixty mm-hmm. million euros, mm-hmm. and he's gone for half the price of that now. He's got a bad knee. So what? Well, what Valencia fans? I don't know whether he still does. What are Valencia fans thinking? Where do they come last season, and what are they thinking about this season then? Uh, they were in the top half last season, but. <laughs> they're gonna struggle this season. Yeah, they're gonna struggle bad. They're quite a militant group, aren't they? They are. Yeah, they were protesting outside the Mestalla when Barry got sold. That <laughs> their chairman is the owner is one of the worst owners in professional sports. This is Peter Lynn, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He's destroyed. They are systematically destroying the club from the inside out. It's really sad. Has anyone got a theory as to why? No. Not that I know of. Okay. Uh, I-, I don't know if he just doesn't care. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know what his deal is. And what about the other end of the table? What are people saying are the favourites to to go down? Uh well, Wesker will probably struggle because they're tiny. Um, who else got promoted? Could it? <laughs> I can't remember. L- Can I... L- yeah, L- they'll J. struggle. LJ, they will also struggle. Mallorca will probably struggle again. Vigo, same thing. These are runners and riders. Is it like? Uh, Sorry, go on. What about um, Osasuna? They've lost Jimmy Avalar again. He's, he's he has done his cruciate again. Yeah. Another player who another player who I will also talk about later has done the same <laughs> thing. I feel so bad for him. He's he's an excellent striker and he's got the worst luck. He was going to be a Barcelona. Barcelona were interested in signing him as well, and then snaps his knee. Is is La Liga like uh, the Premier League, where there's just an awful lot of terrible teams down the bottom? Yeah, yeah, it's quite similar <laughs> to that, is it? So, same in Serie. A. Yes. I can't believe you forgot about Messi. What is wrong with you? You sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I, can I also, uh, last point about La Liga. Um, mm. Will Barcelona sign Genie right out him? <laughs> no, you can't have him. Well, I mean, he's Dutch, so he's dirty. <laughs> he's a midfielder we don't need if he fits. Takes all the boxes. Get your hands off of him. He wants to leave. We, we, it's not like we've been chasing him. Well, I can understand why. I'm sure the climate of Barcelona is a lot more pleasant than the climate of uh, Liverpool. I'm sure you wouldn't want him to leave, though, would you? No. No, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> we need all the players we can at the moment. We're not buying. We haven't bought anybody for over a year. So. Yeah, where's all your money? You ran through that Coutinho money already. There was a big thread uh, on Twitter by uh, the Swiss Ramble, who's a big financial expert, about where all Liverpool's money's gone. It involved lots of graphs and lots of numbers, so I didn't (laughs) read it. 
So <laughs> if anyone wants to sum it up for me very quickly, they can do. Um, right, let's move on to some transfers that have happened this week. So uh, perhaps most excitingly, Sandro Tonali has gone from Brescia to uh, Milan, Scott. Do you mean his lookalike, which is I did make I made a, a horrible bad joke about it earlier. Is um, do you know his lookalike is Justin Long, the actor? I don't know who Justin Long is. Emma might know who he is. He was a new girl. Yeah, yeah, he was. That's Hector he Bellerin. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no. bit like Hector Bellerin. <laughs> to be honest, Tonali is an excellent signing. Milan have gone for youth. So they've got, was it Donnarumma, Ter Hernandez, Ismail Benassia, and they've uh, and then they've got Sandro Tonali. That's a wonderful signing. It seems a very un-Milan-like signing looking at the last few years, doesn't it? Yes, because they uh, put their money into oh, old, older players. Yeah, Ibra and... Ibra and Leo Benucci, which ended so, so well as he went back Backy, to the they're linked with him again. Yes, I saw. I mean, Chan Lockley's not particularly old, is he? And Kessie's not really old either. So they're okay. Yeah, they could be sort of banging on the top four door maybe this year. I don't, don't think Inter Milan and Antonio Conte are absolutely over the moon with that signing because they were chasing him for a long, long while. And now they're after Arturo Vidal and every player who's over the age of 30. So they've just signed Alexander Kolarov for like a million euros. Yeah. Um, Alphonse Ariola, that's his third mention of this podcast, is um, <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone to Fulham. Uh, so you'll be hearing more of that, Joe Kemmer, throughout this uh, season. Um, Oliver Burke, who uh, must have one of the most used passports in English football, um, has gone from West Brom to Sheffield United and a swap with Callum Robinson. Ollie Watkins has gone to uh, Aston Villa for £28 million, pounds, scored 25 goals in the league last year, although I did write Scott Hogan next to this, Scott. <laughs> I don't think that Exeter get an excellent sell-on clause. They get 15% of that, so they get £4.5 million. Pounds. Oh, OK. Excellent. Well, that's good. He's, um, he's a very, very good striker. I think we'll be seeing quite a lot of him in the Premier League. He is. Mm, I, yeah, I know. No, but, he, he is. Very, sorry, I, was, I was agreeing with you. He's yeah. a very good striker. I, I think the theme might be a little bit too high. Is it too late to change my fantasy team? No. No. <laughs> but um, I was going to say on Ollie Burke, him and Alessandro Florenzi must have the best agents in football. Because how the hell has Florenzi been, got a deal to go to PSG? <laughs> It's, um, it's a strange one. Angelino's gone, uh, speaking of fullbacks, Angelino's gone back on loan to RB Leipzig, which is a really good sign because I thought he'd played very well from last season. I'm quite surprised that City let him go, to be honest. How about your favourite Czech player going to Bayer Leverkusen? Yeah, I saw that. What was that? That was 24 million, wasn't it? Yeah, Roma mm. have got a massive loss on that because they spent 42 million euros on him and he scored five goals in two seasons. That's a munchy masterclass of a signing. He destroyed that club like Peter Lingus destroyed Valencia. You don't think, I mean, when um, Jimmy Bullard signed for Hull City, um, they'd agreed a fee of like 30 grand a week and his contract said 55 grand a week and his agent said sign it quick and obviously it was error. You think that the sort of 24 million and the 42 million, it's sort of, you don't think Roma dropped a ball on that one, do you? Maybe they no, thought they were going to break even. I think they were looking to expect a loss I think they might gain money with add-ons but yeah 
I hope he does well because he's a, he's a so, very talented player, but it just didn't work out for him. It's one of those transfers no. that doesn't work out. Remember, his Sampdoria form was just outstanding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Yannick Kras goes on to Atletico Madrid for £28 million. Uh, Jamal Lewis has gone to Newcastle from Norwich for £15 million. Um, Abdullah Decore has gone to Everton for £20 million. Hammers as well for £20 million. What do we make of the Hammers signing? Happy with that? Excellent signing. Yeah? You don't think he's sort of old and knackered and living he's on past glories? He's barely played. He's not going to be old and knackered. Not old and knackered, but you don't think he's sort of like living on past glories sort of thing? Oh, no, not at all. No? Darren Bent thought otherwise. What did Darren Bent think? Okay, let me quickly find it, because he said that um, he was um, saying something about the Wilson transfer. Oh, yes, he did say Everton should have gone for Callum Wilson instead or something. Oh, no, he said that Everton... Uh, let me find it. Bear with me. Uh, when did I... Do? Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday night, I tweeted this out. Stupid. The weirdest tweet he Is this going to be something that offends me? Is it because he's foreign and plays yes. in a foreign league? Yes. Is it going to be Tim Sherwood-esque? Tim Sherwood, he was going to be on Soccer Saturday with uh, Tony Pulis. Yeah, that's bad. That's so awful. Bad. <laughs> um, he said that um, James Rodriguez hasn't got Premier League experience, but Callum Wilson has. But James Rodriguez, or Premier League quality, but James Rodriguez has won the league in Argentina with Banfield, won the league and won a lot of trophies with Porto and Portugal, won the league and a lot of trophies with Real Madrid in mm-hmm. Spain. Won the league with uh, Bayern Munich in Germany. Won the Champions League. Won the Europa League. <laughs> World Cup Golden Ball winner. Mm-hmm. But Darren Ben, who's an ex-Premier League striker, thinks Callum Wilson is the better fit. I mean, to be fair, Ashley Warder's got Premier League striking experience, but you wouldn't want him ahead of James Rodriguez, would you? No. So, um, and I think Everton have actually done excellent business here. I'm just going to talk about the Allen transfer as well. So, yeah. are you talking about overall or just with this? Yeah, Hammers thing? overall, I think they've made some great signings. Yeah, them and Newcastle and Chelsea have had a wonderful, excellent transfer window so far. Yeah, because uh, Callum Wilson and Ryan Fraser both have gone to uh, Newcastle as well. So, for the, for the position they are in, I think they've strengthened their squad. Newcastle, they're doing quite well, haven't they? Um, sorry, I mean, you were saying about Everton doing very well. Sorry. Yeah. Um... Hamas Rodriguez is a is an excellent signing. I mean, I don't think they would have done that without Ancelotti being there. He's probably a big part of that. I'm a Madrid fan. Um, sorry to see him go. No. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you built him up. <laughs> no. Um. He didn't get on with Zidane. Zidane had something against him. I don't know what it, what their deal was, but they just weren't. He was never going to play, so he needed to find somewhere else. Um, he was going to join Bayern Munich, wasn't he? Yeah. A couple of seasons ago, and they sold him to Everton for half of that they were going to get from Bayern Munich. Although I did read, apparently, that Everton have essentially gotten for free. Yeah, they just paying his wages, isn't it? Yeah. The Guardian website said twenty million. Maybe that's his wages spread over uh, the amount of his contract. I mean, the Guardian website's a bit weird because it said Ryan Fraser's gone on loan to Newcastle from Bournemouth, but... Um, no, because his <laughs> contract is gone. Contract, did he? Yeah, exactly. So maybe the Guardian's got it a bit skew with. I found, I found the, the Darren Bent. He's replying to someone. Um, 
about the Callum Wilson saying, love this side and someone's replied back going, yeah, you're not sure about James Rodriguez to Everton for near enough the same money. He replied, Callum is Premier League proven. Is Rodriguez? Someone replied back, he's World Cup proven. <laughs> Dan Ben, how many players have World Cup, uh, a World Cup, he put Works Cup proven instead of World Cup proven? Poor, poor from Darren Ben. Come to the Premier League and struggle. Uh, I mean, some have. Doesn't mean he will, but some have, haven't they? I mean, we, we bought El Hadj Jaffa on the back of the World Cup. Yeah, that didn't work out. He also said that, I'm really unsure about Hamas Rodriguez. I look at him like an Ozil player. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Foreign and lazy. Yeah. I mean, that's just disrespectful to both of them. I wonder if he, if someone from the top six... Someone like Liverpool, Arsenal, maybe I would have gone for James Rodriguez. Would he say the same thing? No, probably not. No. It's because he signed for unfashionable Everton. Exactly. I mean, they've done okay this week. So sixty million's got them: Decore, Rodriguez, and Alan. And Alan, like I say, Alan's going to be a pretty good signing. That's for them, a isn't hell of a signing. Yeah. Um, Adam he... wasn't particularly impressed with the signing, so you need to cheer him up with good oh, words. No. He's um. Box to box midfielder who could play as a DM. He's more, I would say, more box to box. He's brilliant tackling and good at distributing the ball. The only problem is Napoli should have cashed in on him 18 months ago when him and his entourage had an offer from Paris Saint Germain, which is about 80 million euros. Yeah, and that would have been a, a nice cash windfall for Napoli, but I don't think they had a replacement. And him and Gattuso had a bit of a falling out because he didn't train well, but they patched things up and he ended the season well. Is and... he, was he one of the players that De Laurentiis uh, was gunning for after the Liverpool game? I think it was. I think it was him, Dries Mertens and a few others. So, yeah, I think so. Okay. So, to sell him for 20, was it 25 to 30 million, which they could have sold him for 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, right. Has anyone got anything they want to say about any of those transfers before we move on? So do some bits and bobs. Come. Someone drawing breath or going to say something? I always try not to sneeze. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> must be that. <laughs> um, okay, right. Let's do some bits and bobs of news. Um, some local news for you, Scott. Fans won't be allowed into Scottish grounds until the fifth of October. Um, How is that local? As I'm in the southwest. Oh, you're Scotland, your home, your Scotland the Brave, your homeland. You're closer to Scotland than I am. I'm not. I'm, I'm closer <laughs> to Britney than you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you've really failed your A level, your sort of geography A level. I'm trying to get a fight out. Yeah, come on. You were issuing your blood Stewart Scottishness earlier on, so I thought I'd put that one in for you. Oh my God! I say one thing. <laughs> Not the amount of times you said bad things and we don't. <laughs> You're going to put a fishing emoji next to me. <laughs> okay, right. Um, who saw Josie Altidore score a goal this week uh, for Toronto versus close rivals Montreal? So, um, unlike uh, your homeland, Scott, they are, there are sort of fans in the ground um, in MLS games. Um, he was put through Is on there? goal. 
I thought they were one of the worst hit countries with COVID. I mean, to fair, oh, no, this is Canada. Canada. Yeah, so. Canada, yes. Uh, so it might be a bit different. But um, yes, it was put through in goal, one-on-one scored, um, slipped the ball under the keeper and uh, did a nice sort of cup to his shushing gesture to the five Montreal fans behind the goal, <laughs> which was rather rather petty and rather fun to watch. Um, who's seen some transfer videos this week? Notably Raphael and uh, Ricardo Corisma. Saw the Ricardo Quaresma one. I thought you probably had a massive erection when you saw that. That is the best you... football on a horse thing since um, Faustino Espria and the dinosaur. Because you're pretty hard on Ricardo Quaresma. Yes, he's a wonderful footballer. He is. He's just an amazing footballer. And it'll be a sad day when he retires. I might have to do a third piece as a meat just to put him in. <laughs> How did he get on at Barcelona? Not great. He didn't appreciate his talents. We didn't. Like a lot of clubs seem to feel that way about him. <laughs> I get the feeling he comes under the talented but lazy. Um, Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. He is ridiculous. I think for raw out and out talent, he's possibly more gifted than Cristiano Ronaldo, but without the obviously the work ethic and um, rape accusations. What's your favourite trait about him? Is it the Traveller? I like the Traveller. Um, he can be just so languid as well. He can make difficult things look so easy. I remember our favourite programme, Euro Goals, when he was back at Porto. I remember assist after assist he got from the right wing and he would just play these crosses low on the ground across the front of the area. And they were just fabulous. And all his passes would go to feet and he could dribble. He was just, he's just a wonderful player. And obviously his best days are behind him. But For anyone who wants nostalgia, there are videos on YouTube from... 0405 and 0506 on your of Euro goals. Oh, did you see the Twitter poll this week by David Hartrick? I don't know if you follow him or not. Um, what was the best page on CFAX? Was it 303 the headlines? Was it 312 the news in brief? 324 tables or 338 the transfer gossip? God, that's coming back to my youth now. Yeah, I went for 312 news in brief. Uh... Uh, 303 headlines then you can scroll through and pick which ones you want to see uh, I, I went 312 and then 338 um, transfer gossip also you could also see the scores and the leagues from the European leagues tables from the was, European leagues yes yes right. I think that was 324 oh yeah. my god 324 yes if you've never so heard of, if you've never heard of CFAX listeners or Emma it's just Imagine, um, imagine the internet, but in like forty-eight k memory, uh, in sort of like. Okay. <laughs> um, and what you did is you pressed the little button on your TV screen, and it brought this up, and you could have everything from the news to football news to other sports news. You could book holidays. You could check your stock and shares, and all this sort of thing. It was just TV a terrific way. Yeah, let letters pages from Angry Gammons, everything. <laughs> You, you both of you were just sounding like two old men reminiscing <laughs> in the corner of a pub there for a second. On Channel 4, there used to be like a teens page that would refresh every day at four o'clock and I'd come home from school and I'd sort of have my TV and refresh waiting for that. But they'd also have a non-running soap opera that you'd read through as well called Park Avenue. Oh, it was just fabulous. Anyway. Um... That was a simpler time, wasn't it? It was. It was a lovelier time. <laughs> I mean, they were still debating Europe because this was like 1993. And they were talking about the Maastricht Treaty and things like that. So, you know, they were still... So, on 
BBC, it was football was 300. Yeah. Cricket was 340. 340, yeah. Local news was 390. 370. 370, yeah. Um, so on ITV, was it 400s? It was the 100s. 140 was, was football on ITV. And then, then it, 400, I think, was local something, wasn't it? Yeah. It, then it went up to the 400s. Yeah. Mike was showing our age in it. It was a wonderful, simpler time. CFAX yeah. is one of the great inventions of the 20th yes. century, without doubt. It's up there with airplanes and television and other things. You can get mugs with score lines from CFAX. Yes. Yes, you can. Um, and yes, you saw the Raphael to Istanbul Basekashir video. The one that you posted in the... Yes. Yes. Did you I see that? I haven't watched it yet. Have you not? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's literally Raphael wearing the uh, red um, bandana because of Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was red. Uh, and him running out onto the pitch uh, to the tune of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or as we have this country, Hero Turtles, because they weren't allowed to say ninja. This would work well with um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain because he looks like one of them. Yes, that's the Rainbow Laces video. That was the one where um, he uh, Theo Walcott said he couldn't help looking like Lewis Hamilton. He said he couldn't help <laughs> looking like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And then there was Has a Theo shot... Walcott ever looked in a mirror? There was a shot of Santi Corzola with his head just appearing above the screen. And he went, I cannot help my height. And he tried jumping up. Mikel Arteta said, I can't help my hair is perfecto. And then there was, <laughs> there was a topless Olivier Giroud just spraying himself with deodorant saying, I cannot help, I'm gorgeous. And then he winked at the camera. <laughs> and then he did a little rainbow laces thing. And then it just cuts away to um, uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain shouting, cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you and send it to you. Um, PSG was left in a, in a comedy goal, by the way. Um, players, uh, the, the Players Player of the Year is out uh, Jordan Henderson was uh, denied a justice as it was given to Kevin De Bruyne, has anyone seen the team of the season? Is it just the Liverpool team but with De Bruyne in it? <laughs> no, he's Pope in goal um, Trent Alexander-Arnold Virgil van Dijk uh, Robbo and Soyuncu in defence for Leicester um, David Silva, Hendo, Kevin De Bruyne in midfield and up front uh, I've written Abam, I'm presuming that's Abamyang rather than Tammy Abraham um, Sadio Mane and Jamie Vardy um, where else have we got? The AFC Cup is not going to take place this year because um, uh, because of Covid but there will be an Asian Champions League final though it will be one leg and will take place in West Asia uh, Ryan Fraser has said that he had no option but to stop playing for uh, Bournemouth, but he's had a sort of little clear the air chat down a coffee shop with Teddy Bear Head Eddie Howe. Um, are we okay with what he did? Yeah, he did the right thing. I think so as well. Uh, Nicola Zaniolo, Scott. Heartbreak. Yeah. Like Jimmy Avila and other players. Yeah, he's always crucial. It's done his ACL, second ACL injury in nine months. Different leg, isn't it? So is that a better thing yeah. or a worse thing? Um, now we've got two weak knees. Yeah, you yeah. Were, better with two weak knees or one terrible one. Yeah, I don't know. Not a great thing. <laughs> no, no, he done it in, a, in an obnoxious way. He sort of clashed knees with uh, Donny Van der Beek, and it just looked obnoxious way. Did you say? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What did you thought I said? Innocuous is the word, not obnoxious. Obnoxious oh, oh, is when you're being sorry. rude. <laughs> That's why I couldn't figure out what no. you said. <laughs> been a long day hasn't it yes long day working from home <laughs> it's been a long 
six months, which is fine. <laughs> Someone's been watching that Cardi B video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? So, um... I, haven't, I haven't finished yet. Oh, have you? Sorry. <laughs> I haven't finished what? <laughs> okay. When, some, when someone says they haven't finished off, it might mean something different. <laughs> Considering a Cardi B videos. Chris, you're 43 and got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would just calm down with the, the banter. No. Banter? Think... There's no banter here. It's heartbreaking. He's 2021 two cruciate knee injuries in the space of nine months um a friend of mine said if you have one you're very susceptible to do the other very quickly and he's proven right Roma have had quite a horrific record with cruciate knee injuries I think three players uh, Kevin Strootman Florenzi and now Zaniolo have done their cruciates twice I mean, Rome have had like 16, 17 cruciate knee injuries in like five, six years. Is that unlucky or after a while, does someone have to point at the medical staff and say, what's going on? The, the latter. Yeah. Um, okay, what else we've got? Uh, De Laurentiis, speaking of him, has been tested positive for oh. COVID. <laughs> uh, didn't he do weird things like go and meet everybody or eat someone's dinner or something like that? He met, uh, so they had a leagues meeting the other day and he went round wearing, not wearing a mask and I think he got tested and it's come out recently that he's tested positive yeah um, and he was right in front of the press who were quite close to him yes yeah, so there was a big buffet there and he was just helping himself and coughing over the food he, um, blamed, he blamed it to oysters did he mm. yes the oysters or oysters oysters not oysters <laughs> Uh, Eduardo Camavinga has become the youngest player to play for France in 96 years, 17 years and four months. Uh, he's got one hell of a future ahead of him. Um, and who saw Alfie de Haaland this week try and swap shirts? Do you mean Alfie Erling Haaland? Sorry, Erling Haaland. You take the piss out of me for saying something Damn it. stupid, and then you do it. What? A minute later, hoist by my own petard. Um, oh, who did he try and swap shirts with? So, it, it's obviously because of his dad, Alfinger Harland, he's a Leeds fan, um, and they played Northern Ireland, and after the game, he was really excited and wanted to swap shirts with Leeds' Stuart Dallas. Uh, so, yeah. it was it was he that sort of went up to Dallas, yeah. rather than Dallas going to him. It was quite a sweet moment to see. Um, right, okay, so let's talk about the Premier League games that are coming this weekend. So, it's the first round of the Premier League, and it all kicks off on Saturday... Uh, lunchtime in BT Sport with Fulham versus Arsenal in the Morris Vaults derby. Um, Fulham have lost their last 10 derbies um, and Arsenal are beaten in 24 Premier League games in September. Uh, does that mean anything, Emma? When you say their last 10 derbies, do you mean in like that they had to play like QPR and Brentford and in the Premier League. other London teams? Other, oh, London, oh, yeah, other, oh, other oh, London teams in the Premier League, yeah. Not, no, not like all of the teams that they played last season in, no. the, in the championship <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. Okay. Um, yeah Arsenal beaten in uh, 24 games in September as well um, I've written here big things for Mitrovic question mark you have been at Marit's fault sorry Fulham <laughs> <laughs> like... have taken a different approach this time around haven't they because last time they spent a lot of money yeah and now they haven't spent any money <laughs> oh, who did they spend money on was it today Chris Three, four times now. <laughs> God. Um, is he on loan or is he a permanent signing? On loan. Okay. Um, so he's, yeah, he's gone there. So the strength of it. They went through three goalkeepers, didn't they? 
Yeah, Sergio Rico. He's one of them was Sergio Rico. Yeah, he's now at, is he now at Sevilla or is it PSG? No, he's at PSG. Yeah. Uh, yes, they went through three in the first month or so, didn't they? In, in, when they're promoted, um, they spent um, was it a hundred million, twenty million, or thirty million? Yeah. Uh, do we think anything other than Arsenal win? Uh, well, it's Arsenal. We're talking. Yes, about. Yes, <laughs> very true. <laughs> oh, is it, okay, can anyone see a draw or a Fulham victory? I can see a draw. Yeah, I, can. Is, yeah, I can see. A draw. Come, come on, the season, the Premier League season, what finished? Five weeks ago? Well, I suppose four if you're Arsenal because you had the Cup as well. Couple as well. They've also played friendlies behind closed doors, beat Liverpool in a, as you would say, a pointless trophy. But if Liverpool won it, there would have been a parade <laughs> about it because it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? They wouldn't have had a parade for winning the Champions League, would they? Oh, uh, for the, for the been... community oh, shield. Oh, come on. Virgil would have been having his photo taken with the Premier League trophy <laughs> and the charity shield next to him and the Champions League trophy from two years ago. And the Super Cup trophy from 18 months ago. Yeah, World Club Cup. Absolute bitches, the pair of you. Still World Club <laughs> Cup holders. <laughs> that still counts, that World Club Cup. No, I can see a lot of teams struggling in the opening few weeks of the season because this is a strange time for everyone. They're used to that though, aren't they? I mean, you can't use that excuse anymore, can you? Uh, yeah, I think you can. It's a bit it's still different. And they've changed the rules again, right? There's three, three clubs subs. again. Right? Not five. Yeah. In Spain and everywhere else, it's still five. I think a lot of teams were against this because they thought it favoured the bigger teams with the deeper squads. Which isn't it's yeah. not untrue. No, exactly. Um, right, so we're both going for a, a draw. All, all three was going for a draw in this one, are we? No, I think Arsenal will win. You think Arsenal will win? Okay. Uh, Crystal yeah. Palace first. Come. Both of us are sitting on the fence picking splinters out of our ass. I think we are. Uh, and with that moustache, you might be enjoying it more than me. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Southampton <laughs> in the Neil Shipley derby. That's three o'clock on BT Sport as well. Um, Patrick Van Arnhout and Luka Milivojevic are both doubts. Um... Last season, Crystal Palace got 11 wins. And of those 11 wins, Jordan Ayew scored in seven of them. Um, he's a very, very important player for them, even though he only got nine goals in total. They've also signed someone else who's going to be very important. Hey, <laughs> from New Jersey, he's a very important player. <laughs> they say that's why you get Batman. Batman, yeah. Um, that's not, he's not a bad player, is he? He did very well for them on loan in 2019. Was it six or seven goals in 11 games? Yeah, he did okay for them. Southampton's got 31 points away from home last season. After Manchester City and Liverpool, that was the most. Um, and Danny Ings got 12 goals and two assists in his last 14 games. So, I mean, whether you carry on that run of form after such a short end of season into this season or not, I don't know. But Do you want me to say it? Do you want me to say it? What? Ings could only get better. Are you going to say that every week? No. We're going to hear that 38 times. Like, like, like Ariola. Ariola, yeah. I don't want to make a titter myself. Um, I too think late. too late. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for Southampton on this one. Uh, I didn't predict Crystal Palace to go down, but I can see them finishing like 16th or 17th, having another terrible, boring they season. They bought Eze, who I think is was one of. Uh, Maybe 
the best young talent in the championship last season. Oh, undoubtedly. I mean, QPR are one of my teams as well, as I'm sure you know. Uh, yeah, a lot of like 84, 84 other teams that you support. Um, he he's going to, I reckon, he's going to set the Premier League alight. Do you? Uh, yeah. I want him to, yeah, because he is a really good player. But I just get the feeling that going to Crystal Palace, he's going to have any talent and flair just beaten out of him by Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> well. He's done that with Zaha pretty much, hasn't he? I can just imagine him. In rows of four, training with um, sort of rope tied around them, practicing standing in a horizontal line. I can just imagine Eze doing that rather than sort what, of Felix Magat style, like he did at Fulham. Yeah, I can just I can't see him playing with any kind of Ilan this season. Okay, unfortunately. Um, Liverpool versus Leeds in the God Derby. Uh, this is uh, half past five on Sky on Saturday afternoon. Um, it's Robbie Fowler. Emma, if you wanted to know about that. I was wondering if it was in the Bible that he was, uh, <laughs> you know, big leaps and Liverpool guy. How do you feel about this? Do you feel quite nervous? I, do you know what? I'm feeling quite intrigued by this because this is um, this is a meeting very much of two, I mean, two um, significant managers. So this is possibly one of the... the this is obviously the league champion, uh, but this is also one of the sort of. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word for Bielsa. Um, Legendary. Yes. Philosoph- the, the philosophies of football. Yeah, legend. Yeah, legends of football, and the fact that um, he's not been here before, other than I mean, it's interesting to see him in the top flight of the Premier League. I know he's been at Leeds. It'd be interesting to see him in the top flight of the Premier League, having been abroad for so long. I'm very excited about this game, even though I think we might lose but I'm very excited to see Bielsa up against Klopp one thing you will know that that man will have been doing his research yes he will put a watch to about 94 of your last 95 Liverpool games (laughs) is he married I have no idea no I'm not too sure I can't imagine him being Mrs Bielsa must be a patient woman (laughs) yeah (laughs) he just doesn't seem the sort of man that is married or has kids or something like that he might well do but you know he's very much married to his job as well yeah Yeah. I think he is very much so but yes he he takes his job and his philosophies on football very seriously yeah I'm really excited about this fixture because of Klopp being up against Bielsa specifically so I'm very excited about this game I think Liverpool may just sneak a win, but it'd be incredibly difficult. What do you guys think? I I tend to agree. Yeah? Yeah, I think Liverpool will win, but I want Leeds to win. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I know you... Because <laughs> Le- Leeds are deciding to splash the cash, aren't they? Yeah, they have a bit, haven't they? Would you like a quiz? Uh-huh. Oh. Marcel Bielsa is the second oldest post-war manager to make his English top-flight debut. Who is the most recent? Oh, who's the um, the oldest? Sorry. Well, it's top flight debut. Yeah, I reckon we're talking. Gone. Pellegrini. Around that sort of era. So, what season are we talking? Oh, I can't remember what season. Um, <laughs> it's within <laughs> the last. It's within the last ten years, maybe. Few, maybe the last eight years. How old was Sarri? It's, it's sorry, isn't it? Dutch. Van Gaal. Oh, yeah, Van Gaal. 
No. Um, Edink? Dick Advocat. Dick Advocat. There you go. <laughs> there you go, he's Dick now, Advocat. I think he's at Feyenoord. He told his wife he was going to retire. <laughs> yeah, then he took, uh, I think it was the Utrecht job, kept them up, then got the final job. Yeah. James will probably... The, um, he, he the, the Sunderland fans sent bunches of flowers to his wife after he promised to stay yeah. on for another season. Uh, yeah, okay, so um, Liverpool have won 10 at their last 12 um, opening game of the weekend fixtures, but we're going for them, are we? Uh, West Ham versus Newcastle, the Paul Kitson derby. This is 8 o'clock on Saturday night on Sky. Um, <laughs> which set of fans is looking forward to this season more, do you think, West Ham or Newcastle? If fans were allowed, yeah. can I just say, if fans were allowed in, there was no COVID. That is an awful kickoff time for the away fans, isn't it? That's horrible, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but in these awful, awful times, this, yeah. Um, which fans? Probably West Ham. Not looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said would be looking forward. No, to not not looking forward to this season. Oh, then definitely West Ham fans. Yeah. Mar- Bought quite well. Newcastle have had an excellent transfer window. Mark Noble's tweet. Yeah, spoke volumes, that's, didn't it? That's quite harrowing when you sell one of your best up and coming players to a team who he was on loan to last season for 16 million. And I thought he could have gone back to West Ham and got back into that, into that team and done very well. It just speaks volumes, as you said, about the behind the scenes at the club. Yeah, I mean, maybe he feels he can get away with that as a captain, maybe. Well, it, that just speaks volumes of what's going on behind the scenes to me. Yeah. But, yeah. You don't think he's like some sort of lone, unhappy person that everybody else might have been okay with the guy being sold, or you think it's something um, deeper? I, that's the philosophy is they sell, uh, they sell probably their best players and, and buy in a lot of players on high money and high value. But they bought Pablo Fornals. Emma will speak highly of him. Mm-hmm. Excellent player, but it didn't really work out from last season. Same with Sebastian Haller. Haller, we saw him in the Europa League. I think me and you, Chris, were talking about where uh, for Eintracht Frankfurt against Inter, where him and Jovic just tore into a part. And it just hasn't both of them haven't lived up to expectations but who knows they could do this season but yeah um west ham scored two or more goals in uh in, five, in the last five league games against newcastle so they do like playing newcastle and they do like scoring against them um however having said that uh newcastle have won nine at west ham in the premier league that is their second most successful away grounded in the division anyone want to hazard the guess is the first you don't have to travel too far away from West Ham to get there. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking what ground what what's quite next to the London Stadium. <laughs> Late in Orient in the Premier League. Um yeah, they've won ten that... times at White Hart Lane. Wow. Which yeah, surprised to me. Um right, okay, so uh I'm gonna go for a Newcastle win, I think. So will I. Uh, it, I think it may take him a, a bit longer to bed in the players. Look, Rogerio's a very good sign-in. Yeah. Dave, Dave hit me up on social media asking about him. I think he's an yeah, excellent sign-in because Sassuolo are one of the best sides to watch in Italy. It'll be great going forward. 
defensively, Steve Bruce will have to do some work. Lewis, excellent. Ryan Fraser, Wilson, just they've bought well. Yeah, I could see a comfortable win. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember the four four two previews. Um, they asked the West Ham fan uh, play you'd most happily drive to the next club. Do you remember who they said? Oh, it's right next. All no, them. don't look. Is it all of them? It's not quite all of them. There's one in particular. Uh, Felipe Anderson. I was going to say Angelo or Bonner, but yeah, I thought Felipe Anderson was okay. Maybe I... they spent a lot of money. I think they're trying to recoup it. Again, Lazio are interested. Philippe Anderson, he's the one whose dad crashed a car through a building and yes. killed two people or something, killed wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, that's what? right. Yeah, he crashed a car through a the wall of a house in Brazil and killed the two people the other side who were watching telly. Oh my God. Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was three, four years ago. Yeah, he was definitely Lazio at the time. Um, okay, uh, West Brom versus Leicester in the Jeff Horsfield derby is two o'clock on um, Sky on Sunday. Jeff Horsfield, what a player he was. Oh, you're bringing us back to early 2000s. <laughs> he was oh, a cracking do player. We say, do we say lower league journeyman or would, is that I think he played. Service? I think he briefly played Premier League when West uh, Brom first came up. But he kept, kept them up in that season, didn't he? He scored that goal against Portsmouth on the final day. Yeah, he was definitely in the championship for Leicester there because I remember seeing him. But yeah, he was a cracking player. Um, yeah, West Brom have won their last two opening games in the Premier League in 2017-18 uh, and 16-17. Um, Leicester City, do we think they'll have a hangover from last season and the way it finished? Mm-hmm didn't end great did it no can you see that carrying on i put brendan yeah, down as my first manager to get sacked this season yeah to be fair the other questions were who do you think is going to win the league this season it's like well manchester city so you know the rest of the, the rest of the answers weren't particularly inspiring so i thought i'd stick my neck out on one of them um but yeah sorry Emma, you you were saying you do you think they're gonna have a hangover or not <sighs> I, I don't really quite understand how they kind of dropped off so badly. I suppose he's... As a ball. Anyway, I don't, I don't really get what happened to them. Is it due to the... Is it just because Jamie Vardy didn't score? Is, didn't we talk about this because they have... They were, they, they were... They remind me of Lazio, so they were equipped to play once a week. And when COVID hit... Oh, yeah. That 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 makes sense. Actually, yeah, it basically screwed them up, and they've also lost Ben Chilwell, who they got quite a lot of money for. Mm. 50, 50 mil. They bought Have Timothy, they anyone? Timothy Castagna from Atalanta. He's a oh, okay. a very good, solid wing back. I think he will do well for them. I just think they might need something to help Vardy. Do you reckon? I did unearth the stat that Ben Chilwell gave the ball away 1.9 times per game last season, which was the most of any Premier League defender. So, Did you hound, hound Duncan Alexander for that? I didn't know. <laughs> Adam asked me the Friend. same question. <laughs> no. Although he did help me this week with another stat. Um, uh, there are 30 players who have scored in the Premier League that don't share any letters with the word zebra though none have played for Manchester United 
You want us to name them all, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of is Joe from Manchester City, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Luis, Luis Suarez? Or is that... So no, it's an A. Yeah. I'm gonna DM him. I'm gonna DM him because we're friends, and I'm gonna ask him and see how many gonna, you guys can get. You're gonna week. message us, or it's gonna be on the podcast. So it's gonna be like us just naming names for like 20 minutes. <laughs> we'll do a special pod. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't think West Brom. Have, I may be completely wrong. They've done that swap with Callum Robinson, haven't they? But I think Leicester now they're well rested. Maybe they might have a bit too much West Brom, although I'm not entirely convinced they will. I, I, I say draw. Like yeah. I said earlier, I, I still well. think teams for the next, probably till the next international break, which is what three and a half weeks away. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I think we'll struggle. Okay, Emma, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think a draw seems about right. Yeah. Okay. West Brom uh, might have some of that, you know, new team shock value. Yes, yeah, so I think West Brom would be happy with a draw first game out, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, okay, so we've got three games left. We've got to crack on with these three. So Spurs versus Everton, the Vinnie Samways derby, half past four on Sky. Um, Mason Holgate's injured, but Yerry Mina and Andre Gomez are back. Um, will the Everton signings take time to gel? Uh Harry Kane has scored nine goals from stats. This is why I think Spurs are going to win. I think the Everton players are going to take time to gel the new ones. I don't think all will start. Some will start on the bench. Harry Kane has scored nine versus Everton. Uh, Spurs are unbeaten in 15 versus Everton. And Jordan Pickford has conceded 22 Premier League goals versus Spurs. That's the most he's conceded against anybody. So I'm going to go Spurs win based on all that. They really they should have signed a goalkeeper, shouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe a striker instead of... A lot of midfielders. 84 midfielders, <laughs> which will probably help. In this I don't know. Season. I think Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison might be okay for Everton this season. Yeah. I think the third striker would have been... Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be Moise Keane, but... Or Walcott, maybe. Walcott. Um, I think Adam would frown at you right now and <laughs> throw some very choice words at you right there. Fair enough. Uh, they can sort the defence out. Can James uh, and Alan and everybody play? Are they not quarantined or anything? Because I assume they only got oh, Liverpool last oh, yeah, yesterday. Ah, good question. I don't know what your rules are, so... Neither do we. They <laughs> change every 10 they, minutes. They, they, oh, okay. Change, yeah. <laughs> to be fair... Uh, England, Wales, and Scotland have got different rules. So you can land, uh, you you can come back from holiday and land in Bristol and have to quarantine, and then you can land in uh, Cardiff, which is in oh. Wales, ten miles down the road, and not have to quarantine, or you know, or vice versa. So nobody quite knows. Um, I'm going to go Spurs on this one because it's at home as well. My respect for Mourinho's gone up a little bit after seeing clips from the All or Nothing. Does he respect working women yet, does he? Oh, it's a terrible thing to say. I, I, I'm horrified by this. It's only because he dropped the C-bomb a couple of times. I wouldn't expect him to <laughs> drop, drop that a few times. So he can hound you the canary out of, the, out of the job, but as long as he calls people a cunt, then it's fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you suck the fun out of everything. <laughs> God, it's no. great being on a moral high horse, isn't it? <laughs> I would, 
if anyone who hasn't watched it, what that I will probably binge watch it in the next couple of days. It does look good, but I, I do think these. I got through half the episode of the Eventus one, and it was just fluff and nonsense. Oh, UV one was brilliant. UV one was awful. It was just like stupid propaganda for Juventus. After the after the story death, my respect for Giorgio Collini skyrocketed because the respect they paid for him was brilliant. But Spurs to win this. This is uh, Milan Pjanic playing with his child in his house. What a great father he is. It's like, well, great. You know, every father plays with their child in the house. It's Gigi Buffon driving to work as he chats away. Oh, that's just, oh, God, it was awful. And it's put me off watching any other football documentary about a football team. Hi, Abe Simpson. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monday, uh, 6 o'clock on Sky is Sheffield United versus Wolves, the Richard Stearman Derby. All I have literally written here is... Um, Jimenez, 27 goals last season. Wolves, Wolves, Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Silva, the 17-year-old striker they spent four Yes. Football yes, manager he, legend. Football manager <laughs> legend. <laughs> yes. Is his agent Mendes by any chance? Uh, yes. Quite possibly. Shocking. He is an incredibly good player, though, to be fair. Uh, um, Ansu Fati's agent is... Mendes. Is it? <laughs> bye bye, yeah. Ansu. <laughs> He's not much pizza, so it's probably safe from all. That's all the same, isn't it, down there? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, Matt Dirty's going to be a big miss for Wolves. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. But I do wonder whether Sheffield United are going to have some sort of second season syndrome. I can see them struggling more than they did last season. And they lost the, the goalkeeper, didn't they? Yes. Come back to and they bought in Ramsdale, Ramsdale. for eighteen million pounds. Yikes! That's a good signing. He's okay, isn't he? He's no Anthony yeah. Lopez. Still amazed no one's put a pump on him. Me too. Uh, and finally, we got um, Brighton versus Chelsea in the Steve Sidwell Derby, eight o'clock Sky on Monday night. Um, Ziyech, Chilwell, Thiago Silva, Kovacic are all unavailable. Um, Yes, yeah, so uh, Brighton haven't lost a league game in a Monday in five years. I think they might lose this one. I think they might. Do you think, even without all those players, Chelsea, do you think they're going to win? They'll still have Kai Havertz and Kimo Werner. Yeah. And, yeah, but I think Ke- they'll be fine. Either Kepa or They've been linked with the Ren goalkeeper, haven't they? Yeah, Edouard Mendy. Yes. They should sign him. Um... Two of my mates are Chelsea fans, and they both message me, teams, you use it. All of us who are in the office use it. Teams is brilliant. <laughs> um, teams is brilliant. And they both went to me, Anana. Why in Chelsea, uh, Chelsea just gone to Ajax gone, here's a check, Anana. Anana would be brilliant for that team. But they've got Kappa, and he's 70 million euro price tag. That's why they're not going to get rid of him. Um, yeah. A Chelsea win takes them to 2,000 Premier League points, just behind Arsenal and Manchester United. That'll be the third team that does that. Um, and it's the third time that Chelsea started a league campaign on a Monday. Do you know what happened the last two times? They lost. They won the league. Okay. So it's um, going to be an omen. Oh, no, because they won Man United, Wigan. Are you trying to do some math? Yeah. Are you trying to figure out which <laughs> day was a Monday? I, I, I'll tell uh, you off record. Uh, Oh, oh, 0910. Hang on, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to check after we record. 0910. And 
14-15. Right, okay. I'm going to have a look after this and when the PSG game finishes. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to go Chelsea game as well. I think Brighton again will be one of those meh teams that struggle this season. I think Brighton will do well this season because the coach is brilliant and for anyone who's had to sit through them the last couple of years because someone who I used to work with, her dad was the assistant coach and I thought they struggled a little bit in that season. But the last last season, they, they played some really, really good football. I think he's an excellent coach. I just don't think he's got the quality of players for 38 okay, games. Okay, fair enough. Lallana, I think, could be a good signing for them. But what do you yeah, reckon, Lallana. Emmy? Sorry. Uh, what about Brighton? Yeah, sorry, Scott. I thought I'd interrupt you there. Um, yeah, uh, go Lallana on. Lallana would be a good signing for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I can see them struggling. No matter how good a coach he is, they just—they don't seem great. No, I think so. Uh, for anyone who can get Dan Byrne, who's six for eight, to play left wing back, <laughs> great coach in my mind. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, right. That's the end of my previews. Anyone got any other business they want to mention before I wrap this one up? Only thirty-eight more to go, or thirty-seven more to go. <laughs> I just say the football league's back this weekend as well. It we... is. Yeah. So it's, it sucks because us, we still can't go to games. Like, I, I gather the two Pompey lads are probably a bit gutted because they can't go to watch them this season. At, at the beginning, I'm being a Swindon fan. We have to watch it on iFollow. I think with the rules that have happened recently, Cambridge United were supposed to have fans in their grounds as a pilot test, but that's now been scrapped. Mm. I think they were looking at October. I think they were looking like the first weekend in October. I think that's going to be scrapped. So I have no idea when we're we're going to go back to no. go football. So who are you playing? Who's Swindon playing? We're at home to Rochdale. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, right, okay. So if people want to follow you and talk to you about Rochdale and Swindon, how do they do that on Twitter? When oh, talk to me about this moustache you've been taking the piss out of me for the last hour and 46 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, then you get to fuck. Uh, at, <laughs> Say at that Scott. in a Scottish accent. That's proper train spotting. Oh, okay, so I've still get to get to fuck. Hey, you get to fuck. Get to hey, you get to fuck. Get to fuck. <laughs> um, at Scott underscore Monroe. Excellent. Right, uh, Emma. They can't follow you because you disappeared. No, they haven't can't. You? No, they can't. Uh, you can follow us at Man on the Post on Twitter. How about, and how about you, Christopher? You can follow me at Cetchigum seventy seven. Um, we are Man on the Post at instagram and twitter and you can like us on uh facebook as well uh, we will be doing all our pods this year we've got big and bright and booming plans to bring you all sorts of content so please like and subscribe uh through acast or stitcher or spotify or um uh, or apple podcasts and all our uh, uh podcasts will fall automatically into your inbox so uh hopefully chris and dave will be here at the end of the weekend to talk about the games that we've been previewing um scott thank you very much Pleasure. Emma, muchas gracias. De nada. Si, señor. And always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>